It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Smiles all around. Everybody pretty happy today. It's a beautiful day out there. Yeah. Got on the bikes this morning. Sun's shining. Bluebird day in Calgary. Bike lanes at least. So that's good. Lots of lanes. Well, there's more coming. Building more. Yeah, that's good. No, I mean, I'm sure it's because you're here with us, right? I'm sure that's what it is. I do bring sunshine and happiness. He is vitamin D. Sunshine. Vitamin red. What is that? Rainbows. Sunshine, lollipop, and rainbows. It's something, though. It's Yeah, the air is a little sweeter today, whatever it is. Rhett came in and he said, what are you guys doing? Crack a window. It's beautiful out there. What a time to be alive. Wow. So we have our first window open show today. That and you stink in here. Well, so it was... Yeah, it's a little foul. Mm, a little yeah. foul. Uh, welcome to the Tower Chrysler Studios. It's, uh, it's Barn Burner on a beautiful Monday. So beautiful. Tower Chrysler. The, uh, the number one. Everybody's favorite. Tower Chrysler, the number one Jeep Dodge Ram Chrysler it's dealer champs, in Steve. Southern Alberta. 10901 McLeod Trail South, online towerchrysler.com. I wonder who got that uh, gift uh, gift card. Gift card. Only talked about it every day last week. Of course. You buy the vehicle from Tower, the they get the gift card for the spa. I wonder. I thought you were changing gears on this. No, okay. I wonder. Some lucky devil. Some lucky devil. There's always something going on over at uh, Well, you get yourself a nice rig and you get oh, to take sure. care of mom at yeah, the spa. Man. Yeah. Damn right. Tower Chrysler. Did we all survive Mother's Day? How'd that go? Right? You're out of town from... Uh, well, your mom and your wife. Mother's Mother Day was a, was a bit of a mess. It was running around, winning championships. That's what we do in the Chips. Warner household. Yeah. Or just fall short. Just get really close and then. Yeah. Can't think of any of those. No. Nope. So uh, Mother's Day was not uh, very mothersy. Mother so, Mother drove from Toronto to Buffalo on Friday morning and then back to Buffalo Toronto. on Saturday. From Toronto to Buffalo on Saturday afternoon, okay, and then Buffalo to Toronto on Sunday afternoon, 
And back to Buffalo Sunday night. Those uh, Border Patrol guys will be first name basis with yeah. the shovel. She's smuggling. Wow, well, and she's mewling. She's got a smuggling darts up in the. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. There's no speakers in these. Uh, ma'am, is that a pack of ketchup chips in your bra? <laughs> what have you got? Is that coffee, Chris? You don't have to hide those. <laughs> So yeah, I mean it's uh, yeah Mother's Day not not great on our end. Yours was all right. <laughs> we had Aussie Grandma here, my own mom, and then the mother of my children. So yeah. there, there was a lot of moms. We got a we got a nice brunch done. I got some cards done, but I feel like the amount of work my hyenas have been that maybe I need something on top of the card that I wrote. As nice as you know that piece of prose was. You yeah. can pass it off sometimes because it's Mother's Day. It's not. You know, the significant other, the person you live with is not. You're not my mom. I don't. What are you talking? Why is this on me? They, they, they The boys yeah. had some work done at school. They yes. Great the art. Kids that's are their mom. To be. Yeah. 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 If they don't appreciate you, that's your two. You got to work it out with them. That's right. Big shout out to the teachers getting that done. Easy Arts to say. Across. From yeah. here. Real tough over here. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Uh, so maybe it's because of, you know, Mother's Day being finally in the rearview mirror maybe it's the the weather that rets here i'm not sure what it is though it's a long weekend coming that's what, like it summer. <sighs> that's what it is may long got one big dump of snow left that's what it is may long you yeah, get screwed maybe. and then yeah. it's the official beginning of maybe summer once that Shit. last snow comes yeah that's fall spring right now or fall summer yeah and then we do third winter and then we're in or maybe there's something else we're all wearing shorts is there something we're, we're missing is there what else could there be that would have us in such a jovial mood today? Well, Blue Jays walk off. Rhett's going to games all the time. Oh, I'm a yeah. Big fan. Big must fan. Your Blue Jays. I was worried about him. Yeah. We've got a game seven tonight. That's got to be it. Exciting. And then something else. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, Vegas 5-2 win over the Oilers What's last that? night. Oilers are done. Yeah. Is that series over? Over. That was it last See, Because I had heard they had a commanding 1-1 series lead yeah, heading back no, to Edmonton. I, didn't, I, see, I saw that they were mm. yeah, really liking their lead in that 2-2 series. So the trip to the beach uh, didn't, was it, uh, mm. not, didn't turn out? Laguna. That's where it was. Huh. I'll tell you what. Leon's up in two years. If I'm him, I'd settle right into that uh, Pacific Coast community. He was on a heater coming out of Laguna. He needed to go back. Co- cooled right off after that four-goal game in game one. It's not nice to take pleasure in other people's misfortunes, man. It's not nice, but it's probably the real world. But yet here we are, <laughs> loving the shit out of it. Just, <laughs> fuck, just loving every it's minute like of it. Like a cozy blanket. Just oh, snuggle, so snuggle. good. It feels like a if if you are a true born and bred Calgarian, there there is a a spite for Edmonton that only it can't be taught. It's just it's part of you. This is one of those great days on the oh. calendar. The Oilers are now done. And you look at the the scoring. It's it's yeah. perfect. They did get two five-on-five five goals yesterday, but they were the only two, and we knew those power plays eventually would dry up. Um, one opportunity last night. Should have been more. <laughs> Probably I, should have been. Now, call me crazy. That Stuart Skinner save percentage, a little off. Check the math on that. Oh, wait. So uh, defense Check, check the math on that. Yeah. The, uh, the 962, 962, that's not 13 to 17. No, Maybe like a not. 762? Yeah. So it's defense and, and goaltending and goaltending is still relative. To yeah, this game. I guess like so. Part of how you have to. I feel for Skinner. This was not what he was supposed to have to do. He's a rookie do you feel in his for first him? full year in oh, the league. For he's always feeling for Oilers. Well, he's got a great mustache. Yeah. Um, he doesn't MF his D when he lets them in from half court. 
I like the kid, but he should have been the backup all year. The $25 million goalie would have played himself out of the league if he was on a one-year deal. That's how bad it was with Campbell. They were missing what they tried to buy this summer, which was the number one goalie. You look at the goaltending they got in the postseason, it's awful. Three and a half a game. I'm happy for it. I'm yeah, really I'm good with it. I'm not, yeah, I don't, I don't care if bad. Skinner was the one that screwed it up. Great. Yeah. He'll be back next year. He's Somebody's got more chances. Don't feel, hey, Ryan, yeah. don't feel too bad for him. Yeah. Who do I feel bad you for? you got to feel bad for Skinner. What if he played well and they're don't still playing? Him. Oh, I'd feel bad feel really bad. Yeah, you'd really feel I bad then. Who do you feel bad for? Leon was choked up. I would say the fans, the except they've turned into absolute juveniles this playoff run. Like it's the first time they've been. Yeah. People fighting each other. I'd say the – no, not the management team. No, not the owner. No, I don't really feel bad for anyone. I said this to Wolfie this morning because, of course, he's part of that uh, that group. The cult. Maybe it's because it was over the weekend or whatever, and we kind of joke about it, the 1-1 lead or the 2-2 lead. It just felt like, you know, the Oilers are – okay, so they lost. They just have game, another gear. But they're fine. They're yeah. going to find a way. And Vegas, well, they're off to this third-string goalie, and I don't know, what are they doing to – it just came to an end so fast. It was just as I was watching the game last night. Like, holy shit! There's they're now four two here. This this should, the whole thing. Canada's team. This could be all this whole Canada Stanley Cup oh. final thing. Everyone's been talking about. Poof, she gone. And I have to think that if you were on that team or a big fan of that team, it has to even feel more so like it ended just like a thud. Well, what I think they, what it is here is that there's a runway. There's two years left to Leon. And I think Oilers fans are smart enough to understand that it's probably not the most likely scenario that a guy like that stays. A, because he, he belongs in maybe the top two or three paid guys in the league. They might not have room for him. And B, because every great Oilers always left. And to be fair, he's a German. He's not a Canadian. Uh, so it's like how many... Okay, scratch another season off the board. There's two left no, with Connor and Leon. I don't know what to make of I because I, I, I don't disagree with you, but I don't know what to make of it. If you're the Edmonton Oilers, you're going to do everything and anything to keep that guy, clearly. Yeah, it's going to be about where Leon wants to be. He has pick of the litter, pick any market. The cap's going to jump massively here, uh, not this year, but the one after. And teams will be well aware of a player of that caliber being available and make room. You will inherit problems and deal with them later to get a player like that. And no one stays. But does he seem... Well, you're right. No one's... Like Wayne left. Messier left. Wayne got Ryan Smith got traded. Like it's... I mean, yeah, Wayne got sold. Wayne got sold, for and sure. had four rings in his mitt when he left. I just wonder for a guy like Leon, I'm, like you say, is, is he Tinseltown? Is he New York he City? I'll say this. He doesn't seem as likely to leave as a guy like uh, Matthews in mm -hmm. Toronto. Well, and Matthews today actually came out and said, my intention is to be a Leaf moving forward. I want to get an extension on this summer. So, I mean, that that, that feels like, ooh. I wow. wonder for a guy like Leon, to your point, he's from, I, I just, I don't friggin' know the guy. But I wonder if it's a situation where he and Connor kind of look at, we have something here and we're friggin' close. And I understand, but only one team wins this thing. I'm not signing for another eight years, but do we want to, because Connor's up soon too, right? Three do they kind of... To a dry three, O'Connor. I don't know what... When you're that good, what's important to you? Winning, for yeah. sure they want to get their name etched on the cup. But what's after that? Taxes? Lifestyle? Money, yeah. I, I yeah. don't know. Like, I, honestly, you know, because there are a lot of people... A lot of people will say this, and it's a stupid comment. 
Well, if you're making twelve million, you're going to make a hundred million. What difference does it make where you pay your taxes? Well, it makes a lot. Of difference. It makes yeah, more. Like 15, 20 million. In yeah, it so. makes more. There's more reason to move. Yeah, because well, of bad tax. And, and I think when you, when we talk about it, we always think of it in this binary term. Like, what's important to them? It's always going to be a blend of where am I living. How famous or anonymous am I? What are my chances of winning? What's my legacy? What are my taxes? Like, it's going to be a blend of all those things. Some guys don't want to be so famous, they can't go get a coffee. They love the anonymity of smaller markets. Other guys thrive on playing in a hockey market. All those things are into the equation. But, like, as much as you might say, we got something special here with Connor and Leon, they've been together for, like, eight years, and they've had two runs through the first round, three. Like, it's... I, I can buy that they're they're close, but you could also build that element of doubt where it's like this team isn't well run enough and they've screwed up too much of my prime. I could also see a bit of that. Yeah, happening. I don't know that they get better bitter about it, but 100% it's been managed poorly. Like the, like if if you're the only thing holding the Oilers back is their ability to be efficient with the rest of their cap because you got Connor Leon at 20. That's a steal. Yes. Like if if all that's you have to do is be really smart with the rest of that money. If you graded them on how smart they've been with their money, it's not very good. It's a really I still look mediocre. At the, I mean, grade. Hopkins has been unbelievable. 100 points and bump. two five on five points in the playoffs. That's but that was just Hyman disappeared a bit. Kane's right? on the back end of, of like he, he's and still a good player, but you're getting less each year now. He's into his mid 30s. Like it's. I don't know that they believe in the management as much as you would in other markets necessarily. Like, hey, we they they got us a goalie this year. Well, he wasn't any good. Yeah, we've had yeah. Geez, we've done this a few times. I feel now. like this is a yeah repeat yeah, business. Like, oh, here. and we're spending two million bucks a year on James Neal the next two years. That could be a guy that could score twenty five with Leon, and or Connor, like a two million dollar winger. Every team makes mistakes, and and even to kind of separate because oh, well, what about the Flames? Just take the Flames out of this equation for now. Just have to be out of it. the equation because you shouldn't be comparing to them. Just you should in, be comparing in, to the Lemieux's Penguins or Crosby's Penguins or, or Wayne's Oilers. Do not compare to a middle of the pack team. So for the sake of this, you just look at this team, cap space, salaries, and all of that. Evander Kane didn't have a great playoff. What did he end up doing? One point in his last seven games. But at 5.125, good value. Nugent Hopkins comes back 5.125. Good value. Good value. McDavid, Dreisaitl together, as you said, 20, good value. Yeah, 21, so like unreal. That's, you know, going right for a superstar in the new world is going to be like 12 to right. $14 million. Zach Hyman, 5.5 million. Wanted a better playoff, but yeah. Decent, I, decent value. Right, Blake yep. Coleman's right there, and I'm not going to do yeah. trying to, but uh, yeah. So Hyman's not. Yeah, and they're totally different. Like Hyman's great in the ozone, not great defensively. Coleman's not that good offensively, very good defender. They're opposite players. They did well on the Ekholm trade. I think everyone agrees. Great player, got some term left. Right, he's at six million per. Ekholm makes more. six, and he's 32, so I, at three years left. I don't know what he looks like as he ages, but he looked really good as an. And it didn't. That was the whole thing. It didn't matter what it looked like. You had to do that trade for this team now because we're Connor and Leo. Because like, that, I think it's whatever. It was I think Ekholm's a good fit. You had he's to do what that they needed. Now. They didn't yeah. have a lot of defensemen that were good defensively. Bouchard has come through. They're going to have to pay him. He's Big an RFA. Time. He's going to get huge. I money. guess all I'm saying is it's it, it's easy to point the day after they've lost and and they've made all these mistakes. Every team makes shitty has shitty contracts and ones that they'd like back, but they they are not the most 
poorly run team by any strength of the imagination in my mind. Nope, you look at some of the moves that they've made, some of their draft picks, McCl even some of their young guys. Like McLeod had a hell of a playoff. They brought in that Clem Costin in a, in a basically a nice a, win. Yeah. He was found money. This was not a terrible. No, no. What happened was is yeah, Nugent Hopkins has one goal in twelve games. Hyman was not the same after he had that Charlie horse. He got nicked up there. Kane, one point in his last seven. We've talked about Skinner. He got pulled in three of the six games. Four in the playoffs. And Dreisaitl in games one and two had six goals. And then three, four, five, and six, no goals, one assist. So is he hurt? After the slash. The one thing nothing, it does to me is it, it again, double underline and bolds the bold face, just how hard it is to fucking win. This tournament's wild. Because if even a few more of those things, maybe if Nugent Hopkins isn't struggling or if Kane is getting, their five-on-five five thing, is, is it's, a, it's an issue. 18-9, to nine, they got outscored five-on-five. Five. Not close. But I think it just goes to show you that it's friggin' hard for all of it to fall into place. Yes. In, at any given time. You need luck. You need health. You need to be very good on top of all those things. And we've said it. It's a crapshoot tournament. There's four teams that'll be left after tonight. You might have two wild cards in there. It's insane. Um, but but there are some mistakes in there. And when Leon and Connor started in Edmonton, they were probably one of the worst run teams in the league under Shirelli. You saw incredible mismanagement of the cap space that they were afforded when both those guys But that wouldn't deals. affect Dreisaitl's mindset moving forward what no, happened years ago well I, i'm not saying about talking about leon i'm just saying like you're still handicapped by a lot of those moves so for example like you've got neil on the books for two more years because of a lucic deal that chiarelli signed and like when kenny holland said we don't need more forwards we're loaded at forward i'm taking a d and he reaches for broberg you miss caulfield you miss boldy you miss zegris all those guys were there that's a mistake because it wasn't a consensus pick to go get broberg and why are you drafting for positional need? Like you could trade Caulfield for how many defensemen right now? Are you kidding me? Uh, and then they were supposed to solve their goaltending issue this summer with a $25 million check. That looks like a massive swing and miss. But yes, all teams have these swings and misses. I just think when you have those two stars, you just need someone to make good, smart bets. And they've made too many bad bets. Like they, 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 they look at their decor and, and goaltender. Their decor and goaltender. Like is it's not so crucial and they're so mediocre. They did, and that's why they yeah. suck five on five. They did a great job getting Eckholm in. I think it helped a lot. You saw how much better they played. But who? They have two defensemen, Eckholm and Bouchard. Nurse is making way too much money, and he's not yeah. a bad player, but he's not a number one. You're paying him like he's an all star. He's not he's making more than Drysdale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's a top five or six paid defenseman in the league, I think. He's a second-pair guy at this point. Wow, and, and like, the timing cool. of his career year was perfect for him. But, you know, again, nine and a quarter for that guy is wild. Yeah, they gave him everything. Yeah. And they felt like they had to. And you could squint to see why. But it's – who's after him? They still have – like, Brett Kulak is a sixth defenseman, isn't he? Like, he's not. I like his defensive game, and I don't mind his contract, and he's what they don't have a lot of. Like, he's better than I know, than but he's zone, still but playing higher up the chart. Totally. CC and Kulak. They're missing a top pair. Like, Bouchard, maybe now you yeah. could call a top pair guy, but they've they've not had a top pair for a while. Like, And, yes, Ekholm's been good, but what's a guy look like at 32, 33, 34, 35? That's the, what they just They call. have missed on so many high-end or first-round picks over the last – Decade. Well, Apuljarvi was the sell low moment. They got 
uh, magic beans. But even before that, like Hall was fine. I didn't. Yakupov was a huge bust. Yakupov, brutal, right? Like they're yeah. <laughs> like top and or top of the. Now the, I don't think that the the draft class jumped out at you at that time, and right? I don't yeah, that's know, fair. right? Like, but I don't, then they also got the Connor draft class, right? Yeah, so, so it all evens out a bit. You should have done better with all the. You should be stacked. Mm-hmm. You should be stacked. That said, if they were hiring for a GM, and we understand they might be. There's one year left on Ken Holland's five times. You would five, take that so. job in a heartbeat. Of course you would, right? Because you got a chance with two superstars. Not many teams can goal- start off with 21 million bucks for those two guys. Well, That's the, incredible. And the goaltending is so... Volatile. Yeah, it's what hard. To, were we all outraged that they went after Campbell? I never trusted him. No. Nah, but- he never felt like a, a firm number one so much as a fringy guy that was in a nice environment. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that was my take too. But I don't blame them for they were desperate guess, trying, and they lost out on Markstrom, so they probably got a little too horny to not miss out on another guy. Last year they won a playoff series with Mike Smith in net. He was better. This than what year they, they lost the series with Aiden Hill in net at, at the other end. Like, what do you? How do you? Yeah, right? well, and so that's the, the whole goal thing. Like Bobrovsky's a Vesna guy uh, apparently again, and Aiden Hill, who you probably could have got for a bag of chips. In, at points in the last year and a half was the fourth string guy on the Vegas depth chart and he, he did it to you. That's wild. Like, you can't write this shit. Yeah, I, so I don't feel sorry for them and it's not just because I picked them, but I, this, was, this, team was, this team was better than the team that got through round two last year. To me, yeah. they're better this year than they were a year ago. Yeah. And I, this will be, a, if you want to look at just they didn't get as far as they did a year ago. It's a step. It's a step backwards, but I don't think it is really. They need to f- figure out if they've got a goalie. And Skinner had a great regular season. Campbell had one of the worst you could see for that price tag. I you mean, still have Markstrom to consider would... it a step back. I get what you're saying, but it's still a step back. It's, it's it one is. more year well, off the clock, to, right? Yeah, you have to. We all know it's hard to win. That's not a tough statement to make. Like it's not news to anyone that it's hard to win in the playoffs, but. Yeah. That's what you're designed to do. The other reason I think it stings for Oilers fans is that the path is clear. You Colorado had all these injuries pile up, a weird Nachushkin thing. They get ousted. Ooh, okay, so that maybe was your favorite if they ever got healthy in the West. Then you see other big guys falling out along the way. Vegas has Mark Stone with a bad back, gimpy, leaving skates. They're down to their four-string goalie. Robin Leonard's missing the whole year. Brassois gets hurt. Like, it had all unfolded in front of them for this to happen. It isn't like the murderer's row that Florida is going to have to face where they play the best team in you know the history of the NHL regular season and then go play a top five regular season team. And now we'll have to face another top five regular season team. Like this, the, the, the way the cards got played out was perfect for the Oilers. It feels like such a missed opportunity because they might have a way tougher out early in the tournament next year or you have an injury. Something like that. There's no easy path. So I, and I agree with you 100%. That's why it steers that yeah. way and it looks that way. But Vegas Vegas is better than what I thought they were. I mean, it's... If they're going to get goaltending clearly, like that from their right? four-string guy. So, yeah, you're going to get goaltending. Yeah. They've got depth. They play a structured game. They work their asses off. They're all on the same... Better team than I thought. A so team what, is the word for me. Like, And that's what when you're you finding watched, with all like, the guys moving on. Like when I see a team there. hitting 60% on a power play that doesn't do much at five on five against Vegas, like Vegas just reeks team 
cohesiveness, structure. Like, you know how they all play. All over here, over. we're waiting for the stars to get a five on four. Yeah. And those stars are good enough. They're for, phenomenal. That, yes. But all the teams moving on, and it doesn't matter who wins tonight, are this, I think. They're teams. They're teams. Teams, teams, teams. Yeah, the, the sum of the parts greater than the yep. individual pieces. So what is Vegas? Right? I've... They win. You think about their early exit. They missed the playoffs last year with bad injuries, and then they got that crazy major penalty on the Pavelski faceoff oh. thing against San Jose. Other than that, like they just march through wins in the playoffs every year. It's wild. Fourth time they've gone to the... It's the fourth, isn't it? That's what I was looking for. Is it not their fourth trip? I think it is. Because Bruce Cassidy's the third Vegas head coach to go to a conference final because DeBoer, and then obviously him and Gerard Gallant did in, in year one. That's a lot of playoff series wins for a team that's been around for six friggin' years. Yeah, it's considerably more than the Flames have popped <laughs> oh, up since 1989. Yeah. They missed the playoffs once. Last year. <sighs> And that's when everything goes wrong. That happens to anyone. Tampa did it as well. They had a four-year run where they went to the Eastern Conference Final. Three of those years, one in the middle, they missed. Injuries. Yeah. Bad luck. Goaltending's not hot. Shit happens. Problem for the Oilers. Oh, I, I know we've switched gears. What's the approach next year? Just keep it. You same? have to. You're committed. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? you got two more years of these two stars. You floor it and trade your first again and try to improve the areas that sucked, which was your bottom six forwards, your defense, and your goalie. Yeah, I think, I think, and I'm with you. I don't think that Campbell. I didn't at the start. I think if it's going to be anybody, it's going to be Skinner. Feels like a platoon at best. You'll right? have to if find Campbell a way to the socks. Just look at it and grin and bear it that you got a five million dollar backup, and that if you need him, can come in and give you some time. I mean, he did in this playoff. He played all right for them when he came in, but I don't think all those games are lost when you pull him in anyway. They won one of them, I think. It was almost a consensus, right? When it, whatever happened after these so, pulls, you were going back to Skinner. Yeah, in the next game, were were you or I think there so. is that yeah, talk yeah. out there where hey, why didn't Woodcroft yeah change the? I th- I I understand that's the Monday morning quarterbacking of it. Like well, look it at his numbers; they're stellar. It happened in Boston. They did it, and it didn't work out. Well, and Omar got hurt too, right? He wasn't hundred percent right. He missed some skates. He wasn't a hundred. So, and they were a platoon all year. A little different, but I, I see what you're saying. It's just if. Jack Campbell comes in and not relief and gets aerated. Think about the critiquing they would get this season. Like awful. He was, you could never trust him. And you went to him in an elimination game. So I could see people playing it both ways, but at the end of the day, they're better goalie all year. Well, and you know, and to be quite honest with you, you brag about how great their top guys are. They didn't get the job done in the final game. They were not good. Stop. Yeah, and Leon like, was good period. in game one, but the rest of the team period was still on stop, vacation. Story over, and if they're not going to win you hockey games when you need them to, then you're effed as an Oilers organization. And who did him, did them in last night? A natural hat trick in the second period for Jonathan Marchessault. The draft one lottery guys, gift, right? Yeah, one so. of their main guys. Riley Smith scores in the first period. It's one of their guys. So, yeah, I. Then you you flip it a little bit, and I don't know what happens with this friggin' Seattle game tonight. But if the Kraken... So how do, you, how do you build a team? If you have the Vegas Golden Knights who are given scraps and have now won, I believe it's eight series. Wild. Seattle on the verge of winning two in their second year. Yeah. 
So when you look at the flames and, and you feel like, okay, this is how you have to do it. You have to do it this certain way. You said it. Is it you need a team. Team. You you can, not individuals, mm -mm. not stars. You need to find a way to put a team together. And I guess we crushed Ron Francis. Right? Yeah. The hockey world point is like, what is he doing? Why aren't you weaponizing your cap space? This whole thing. Yeah. There's can. something kind of special there. And you go back to a year ago, if their goaltending wasn't terrible. The worst. Not to say they'd have made the playoffs, but they'd have been better. And even this year with just okay goaltending, they were a playoff team and are a win away from a conference final in year two. I think it what it speaks to when those two teams are doing so well is just how – demanding the salary cap is and that maybe the advantage that these expansion teams had is none of them had like six year albatrosses to deal with. Whereas most of the league has one or two of those, like that freedom to be young and it's not have huge cap implications. It's always the case and it's always happens and we've discussed it and I've s stop doing it. Leave yourself some room. Stop with this. We have to sign them. Bullshit. You don't have to. And if you don't, you give yourself the room to do what you need to do. And that one guy typically isn't the difference, as you're seeing with these teams moving on. They got 18 million bucks in cap space for next if year. You're, so. and, and if you're going to have one guy, it's your goaltender. That's it. If you're, go if, if you're going to structure your team and pay someone... I mean, there's the outliers of McDavid, yeah, for yeah. sure. Fine. But if you're building a team, get goaltending, and same as always. You know, it's the hardest thing to get, right? Because we just we talked about it three times already. Markstrom was horseshit this well, year. If he has the, more saves, we're in the playoffs. 100%. Every team's that. Like You could talk about team and all these narratives, which I think there's a lot of validity to. You can also just look at who's got goaltending the last month. Mm-hmm. Like, if Florida doesn't get goaltending, they don't even get through round one. No. Sunk in five games. Like, they're, they they lose that series in four or five to Toronto if, if, if Bobrovsky isn't superb. He steals games one and two for them. And are you thinking that, I don't know if he has a no move or whatever, but if the Oilers had called Florida and said, listen. Oh, for sure you I don't want Bob. Campbell. Yeah. You eat half his salary, we'll take Bobrovsky. Yeah. You just right? can't see it's it coming, easy. right? Like, yeah. who would have thought Phil Grubauer after, like, you're like, that is all, he was so bad last year, so bad. And you're like, he he's a win away from a conference final a year later. Like and he, was so good the year before that in yeah, Colorado. Exactly. Colorado. And then we talked about it before the show started. Like, you're looking at Jake Ottinger allowing four or five a night here. Yeah. When a year ago it was like you cannot beat this guy. Well, and the, the, but the games they win too are he plays unbelievable. So like if, it's this: yeah. if, if you can tell me how you know who the good goalies are and when they're going to be good, you've got cups. It's almost yeah, impossible. It, it's I, well, and the good goaltender you would think uh, that's Shosturkin. Yep. <laughs> right? Like he was Shosturkin, to win Sorokin, years. and Olmark are your final. No, Shosturkin wasn't this year. Like I was thinking your Vesna finalists, like how many got through yeah, round one? Right. So the guys that you would expect were yeah. Even in <laughs> season, it's volatile. Yeah. Like Olmark was 935 all year or something crazy. <laughs> I think players are too good. Got to dumb it down. <laughs> Make them play with one hand. I'm not even it. joking because, well, and the reason I say it is because. Think about last year I saw today was a year ago Goudreau scored, right? Yeah. Yeah. There was how much room? Yeah. Like, and he meant to put it there. Yeah. Nylander to tie the game. 
Yeah. On Friday night in Toronto. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, people are saying, well, how could he give up that goal? Blah, blah, oh, there's this much room. Yeah. And he put a mail slot. And right. Totally. So a goaltender can be doing absolutely everything right. They've got position. They've got. I know. Yeah. They're making players are making perfect shots, not flukes. Not maybes. Yeah, no. Nope. They're doing it on demand when they need to. Yeah, the size of a puck. I'll put it there. Yeah, we. They know where the goalies can't cover in certain situations and where it has to go, and they make the shot and they make the play. We'll move on. Uh, spoiler alert there too. Uh, but anyway, uh, hearing spoiler. loss clinic. Hearingloss.ca is the website. We've been talking about it for uh, for a long time, and hopefully getting people in that. That frame of mind, train of, th- train of thought, yeah, it's maybe time to go get your hearing looked at. You go maybe have an eye, you go to the dentist all the time, you go get your, your eyes checked. Why wouldn't you go and get your hearing checked? Four Calgary locations, nine in total, five in uh, in British Columbia, Fernie, lovely area. I don't know if you've ever been. Like Ferndog? Oh, that's great. Uh, if you feel you're having issues with your hearing, visit one of the locations for an evaluation, and they'll point you in the right direction. Maybe it's treatment, whatever it needs to be done. They are the very best. The 2022 Chamber of Commerce Professional Services Excellence Award winner. And it's men and women of all ages. Even kids can suffer from hearing loss. Serious health risks have been linked to untreated hearing loss. And it can improve so many facets of your life, and it might be things you don't even know you're dealing with. Go get that evaluation done. On Twitter, at The Hearing Loss. Instagram is The Hearing Loss Clinic. And again, as uh, you see right there, hearingloss.ca. Rosie Is the website. Rosie. He's got one of those, uh, Travis Rhodes, he's got one of those social media, you just want to unfollow it. What? It's why I got off Facebook. It's like, everybody's life is so much better than mine. <laughs> See, that's jealousy, dude. Like, you should be happy Christ, for them. Look no? at this jet set and look at, God, beautiful people everywhere, loving life. God, unfollow. <laughs> and we're telling Rhett to do more? That's thumbs, just going to make you angry. Thumbs down. That's what it gets. Um, well, I, was, I mean, I was going to talk about that Seattle-Dallas just in terms of Seattle. I don't know how... Because there's some there's some good players there, and obviously Maddie Beneers was one of their top first round picks, but they don't have that influx of studs that they picked high because they were bad. These teams have didn't have to be bad, so is it just because they're unencumbered by bad contracts that the GM has brought on? Which kind of goes back to the conversation that we had, I guess, a week ago with the Flames moving forward. They have an opportunity after this season to have a they're going to have some bad contracts, but cap space, Mm -hmm. as all those guys come off the boards, it's almost a reset that a lot of times teams have to spend draft capital to get. I just wonder, would they be screwed without Elias Lindholm? Yeah, they, yeah, it's who's going to do it. There's lots of other guys. But where are you wanting to get to, I guess? And then you got to use that cap space wisely and the Kraken have not won a Stanley Cup by any means. I just, there's, there's no tried and true way to do it. As you watch Vegas do it again. Well, there is a tried and true. I mean, Vegas hasn't won, and and you like the success they're having, and I think that the GMs around the league screwed up mightily that when Vegas did. came in. Yeah. But I think the tried and true method is the you build from within, draft and you and draft well, and you don't overpay for guys. And that's not really what Vegas has done. They've been hyper-aggressive in trade and free agency. But and they aren't afraid to roster. move guys. Yeah, no, they, of course they not. No loyalty. That way. No loyalty. And then pivoted hard. Like every first-rounder they've moved away from, yeah. I believe. 
Yeah. Like it, whether it was and I'm not, I, and I'm not saying I don't think Vegas is the poster child. As good as they've been, mm-hmm. I think Tampa is the poster child. I think Chicago was the poster child. Yeah. I think that Colorado has done yeah. a good job of building from within, right? Like Carolina, in a Carolina way. continues yeah. to do business the way they do business, right? And Seattle, and don't Vegas. forget where Ron Francis came from. Yeah, yeah, right. And, and that's what I was just going to say. Like we, oh, their expansion teams. Look at them go. They've gone about it totally differently. Vegas got a really nice hand dealt to them. Seattle had to play a little more patient, but they weaponized their cash space a bit. Like when the Columbus Blue Jackets bring in Johnny, they got to free up some cash. Well, who can go get Oliver Bjorkstrand who's making 5.4? We'll take him cheap. Boom. They grab Ely Tolvin and off waivers, a guy that's always been highly touted, couldn't find a role in Nashville. Boom. He's scoring a bunch of goals for them. Like they have not gone about it the same way, and yet both of them now have a chance to be in a conference final. You know, and for That's Seattle, why. one playoff run doesn't mean that they've got no, it. No, but they're deep, right? Like, they look good. And Vegas made that conscious decision to pivot away yeah. because right they away. went to the cup final year one. I th- was Pacioretty the first one where it was Suzuki? And so then I think that was the first. Okay, yeah, now they're, they're, they're really going for it. And then the Stone deal happened and they yeah. gave up. Well, and then Peter Angelo wanted to go there. Petrangelo goes as a free agent, yeah. right? Like, well, and then as a result of that, it's see you later, Nate Schmidt. You're a good soldier. See you later. And then it's Mark Andre Fleur. You make too much. Mark uh, Robin Leonard's available. Like, there's been zero loyalty there. I guess and I get it because it's like they want to win immediately. They're, they they see this as their window to win. Whereas I think Seattle's looking further down the line than the first couple of years. So l- let's look at it then. In, rather than how do you build it, why is it working for Seattle? Because Grubauer, good goalie, but he's not a top five guy. Because they've all bought in and they're playing the same style. It's the same as Florida. Bobrovsky's been great, but everyone is on the same page. It's the typical playoff run where everyone just, this is how you play. This is how we play. We make the other team react to us. They're all... On the same page. And to be fair, if they lose tonight, it's one series yeah. win. It's impressive, no, but, but, but it's listen, not like, they, what could we copy from them? They're so good. It's like, it was, it was a good year. No, listen, their their year has been outstanding. Yeah. It was like, oh, you, how, how long till the Flames catch Seattle? Well, you're not going to catch Seattle. And then they beat Colorado. And now they've got a, they had a, they're in a position to go to a conference final. Mm-hmm. They have... Some there's the way they're playing, and is it the way they're built? It has to be because you talk about Tampa Bay, Stamkos, first first overall, Hedman, but then you also need Vasilevsky and Kucherov and Point. And you, you go down the line, even Chicago. Would they have had three cups if it's just Kane and Taves and not Keith Seabrook. and Seabrook? No, but and, they built them all and sharp within. and down down the line, right? It's. Yeah, I don't see Seattle doing what Tampa's doing. It's very different, right? I'm not comparing the two. What I'm saying is, there's something. There's no. Way, there's no re- reason why, talent wise, Seattle should be doing what they're doing. They're deep, but, but you're, they they don't, they're not I, I, deep I at what? Deep at they have a lot of guys players? that could score twenty goals. That's what I'd say. And not, I think, a, not a lot that could score forty. I guess the argument back to you would be, well, they haven't done anything yet. They won a series. It's great, and they look really good, and they're. Playing, yeah. pr- I like how they're playing. But if they lose tonight, what are what's the story? Well, we want to copy Seattle's. No, well, here I guess I've, now I'm coming back to having sat through watching a flame season, where it just seemed like no one was buying in. There was no chemistry. There was, there was no, no chemistry, identity. But again, those guys they've been together for two years now. Clearly, they like playing together, and you can't. You can't know, and that's what I said about the Huberto thing and the Cadre thing. 
about signing long. You don't know how guys are going to fit in when you bring guys out and give them a big contract. You find out if they fit first, and that's Seattle has that mm-hmm. at least. The other thing is, like, if we'd had this conversation a year ago, no one's bullish on what Seattle's done. No, we were like, Haxtell's the wrong Haxtell. hire. Yeah. How could you commit all that money to a goalie when goalies are voodoo? When with the Grubauer signing, man, you really didn't, you know, extort some teams that were in tough spots with the expansion draft, like. I, I like what they've done and it looks good, but a year ago we didn't like it. And maybe next year it doesn't come together for whatever reason. It's a really nice season they've had. But that's on us. So who cares? What well, we no, no, no. Their results last year were awful. That was on them. You I'm, said, I'm but you were, no you were at the front of the bus talking about how it was their goaltending yeah. that sewered them, it not was. the team. Yeah. Well, they but, overplayed but again, their goaltending this year. And we, wonder, mm-hmm. we wondered about their coach. It was a weird hire. Dave Haxel didn't have a lot of success in Philly. And prior to that, he ran North Dakota forever where you recruit. Like, we didn't, I think those look better than they did a I year just, ago. Watching what happens with Toronto, what happened here, and what happened with the Oilers. It's just so it's it just right. It's right there. It's it. You can't just have good players. You need you need something else. And they called it the stars over Kansas when they were arguing about uh, contracts when we didn't when the lockout happened in '05. And good now saying was you don't want your high end guys are going to take all the money. They're the stars. They're going to get everything. And then the rest, Kansas flat. So you just yeah two couple million bucks for everyone else it just won't work and you know he that was that was talk about how teams are going to operate in this there is a little bit of that a lot of that in the now markets with big he stars, didn't so. want it that way because he wanted all the players to spread out the money more whereas what we're talking about is organizationally if you allot too much money to a couple high-end guys and they don't get the job done you're edmonton now it's mcdavid and dry settle and they are Extremely, you you would still take that organization because you, that, that that talent is and those league. deals, yeah, yeah. But again, if you have a couple guys that are here and everyone else is here, it seems very difficult to win. Yeah, and I think that today that is especially notable that the Flames want to chat with Brandon Pridham, the AGM of the Leafs. That was Frank Saravalli noted that. And what Pridham has had to deal with managing a cap is that you've got 40 million bucks committed to four forwards and everything else to Rhett's point is how do we squeeze the most out of 850 grand for this roster spot? 1.1, you know, can I send a dead guy over here, get cap relief, LTIR, this guy, move it in. Like it now becomes a game of like, how much can I get out of my last 10 million? Rather than like, oh, just add another good player. And that, that's, that's a hard cap system that you're in. You love having stars, but now you've got to be really efficient with the rest of your money. Seattle doesn't have that issue because their highest paid guy is making 5.9. They can bring in someone at four. It doesn't and fuck you up can, their cap. Uh, you know, and I think the other thing I think about is with, with all this and moving forward is that and watching Seattle, players are good. And not relying on a star is an approach. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's it would be a bold approach. It's working for them right now. Uh, Beneers will get his money. There are going to be guys that jump up in that salary cap or those salaries are going to go higher. But it is an approach to go, oh, no, we're going to have a whole bunch of guys that could score 20. 
And we're not going to rely on... That's Carolina's approach, really. Yes. And it's, they've had success for a long time doing it that way. Yeah. Uh, and look, you, and you, all you the want players stars, nowadays, but you don't have them. Sorry, yet. but all the, what I was trying to get at the most, and I completely forgot, was kids these days, like I said, all of them can hit that. Yeah. Not all, but a lot of players today can hit that little spot, that little mail slot. And score those goals. The talent level that kids are bringing into the game is just, it's so high. It's so, so high. And if you allow one of those kids to have the ice time to get comfortable playing and get on a roll, who the hell knows? They can be as good as a guy that you're paying $10 million. Yeah, like And they're costing you nothing. Tolvin and you've and, brought them from within. Tolvin and waivers, skilled guy. Yeah. Ah, yeah, man. Well, I don't know what he is. I don't know what he is. Well, the scouting report for him five years was a really skilled player that was going to be a guy that could play, you know, top six wing. 18 goals in Seattle. A lot of teams don't have room to roll the dice on that in Seattle. Yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. If it doesn't work, doesn't work. So then, as and uh, just to check in here in mid-May, as of right now, if you were the GM for the Flames... Are you taking anything that you're seeing? It's, it can't be. It's always kind of a copycat league, and you're with the cap. You can't just go and do everything the way you want to do it. But what would your strategy be right now with what you're seeing out there? Keeping in mind that I, because I agree with you, I, I feel like the league has changed. It's so high skilled. There's leads are blown. It's come from behind. It's 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 a it's a fun league to watch you, right now. You think about the Flames defense, and if you can get Stetcher back, I thought he played well. Shillington. You got Markstrom, who you think is going to be better. You got a kid in net, the Wranglers, that's supposed to be a stud. That's my focus. Build around that. Make that your Keep identity. That solid, because you watch the teams that have struggled in the playoffs, and they get roasted defensively. They get roasted. They can't cover. They go can't make plays. They got no depth, so they got to play one guy way too much. Well, eventually that guy's going to wear out and get tired. They've got a nice back end. Yep. If you get a bounce back from Markstrom, you've got an outstanding goalie prospect and a very deep blue line if Oliver Shillington looks anything like he did. Never mind bringing back a Stetcher type. Like th- th- that was always an area that we thought they were deep and then Oliver Shillington showed up and it still kind of was an area of strength unless Tana was hurt. So my approach, I guess, to answer your question would be to keep all of that solid, keep adding to that cupboard when you can. Because those guys, Tanev's going to get older. You, you, you guys will switch out. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit what you do up front. There is no one that I, I get that Lindholm's really good. Backlund's being here forever. I'm not loyal to any of them. The, they okay. aren't creative enough, and I don't yeah. see enough high-end. Well, I'm just talking about I don't see out of that group enough high-end. Maloney talent. talked about it. He said he'd like to add more scoring. In today's NHL, you need – they didn't score enough. They shot. They shot the puck a lot. They and, didn't create a and lot. And when you look at the construction of their bottom six, they, they have a lot of guys that are good at defending leads, which is harder to do than before. Like, the whole fourth-line construction all year was like, why aren't you giving a look to some kids that are scoring at the league lower? Like, the whole Daryl identity of what a fourth line looks like, they need to move past that. Way past You need that. to start rolling the dice on skill, like a Tolvin in. You know, like a guy like Matty Phillips getting more than two games. You know, like letting Pelche play ahead of big body Nick Ritchie down the stretch. 
Um, and look, it's not all on Daryl. I'm not saying that, but I think philosophically, I liked hearing from uh, from Don Maloney that he he sees that as a priority because there there are other ways to reimagine your bottom six. It does not have to be dump and chase grind guys. You can be big and physical, but be young, have pace, and a little offensive upside. Like if you had Dewar, Coronado, Phillips, that type of a group, Zari, like they're not all going to pan out, but like let those guys have a little run. You talk about how skilled these young guys are. They look lethargic and low energy and slow at times. There are some young assets you can at least roll the dice on and see what they are. They did a bad job of that. BX was talking the other Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Night about how it's still, you need to, you need size and strength and you need, you need to have some of that in, in the playoffs. So where's that, where are you on that? And it's not even just about size, but these are skilled guys. None of them are overly rugged. Stop. So I get uh, 100% understand your question and 100% agree with BX's take, but I don't think it's about the size. It's about how you play. It's the dog and the... It's yeah. the fight and the dog, right? Yeah. It's the fight and the dog. It has nothing to... You, you, it's great if you're 6'6 six, six and you can skate and you play like Adam Lowry. I, I love Adam Lowry. Yeah, yeah. I would absolutely love to have Adam Lowry on my team. 100%. I'm more concerned with what's the pace of play? Are you doing what you're being asked to do? Are you getting in on a four check and creating right? I and less about oh my god, he just went put that guy into the third deck on a hit. And like Walker Dewar checks a lot of those boxes. Exactly, he's young. He plays with pace, and yeah, he, he is big too. 
That's Ryan nice. Blomberg is not big, but when yeah, he was in the him. lineup for Florida, he was yeah. a pain in the ass. But Pelche, Phillips, Coronado, those guys aren't. I've just does, does that shape Coleman's your thinking a when physical it, guy, uh, not huge, but it's yeah. how you play. Yeah, they yeah. can still finish checks and get in and be pricks to play against. Yeah. Right? You know, like I I understand the size want and the grind want, and uh, I I agree with it. Everyone thinks that. It's, I hate doing it because it's like old guy talking about it, the good old days. The 0304 Flames weren't massive up front. We had Olawa and Chris Simon. Yeah, sure. Big, big but they couldn't get in, and, mm-hmm. right? What we had was Sean Donovan and Flies. Matthew Labardi and Dean McCammon yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and a bunch of guys that when the puck went in the offensive zone, they were on that. Thing and, and when you think about what Dubé and Manjapani look like when they're playing well, they're not big guys, but they're physical players. They go to high traffic areas. They run into people. They're pain in the ass to play against when they're right. Uh, so I, I wouldn't get too hung up on the hockey card height weight because next thing you know, you got Kevin Rooney at 1.3. and it's there like was, You can't keep up. He's in the minors now. There was this thing. I had taken a screenshot of it, but you know me with math and uh, oh, gloss yeah. over. But it was – Somebody had gone in and had done, I guess, the math or the tracking on it that Florida and, oddly enough, Seattle were the two teams that their goals, I forget what a high percentage, were coming within five seconds after they forced a turnover. So, so somewhere on the ice, buzzing yeah. the piss out of the turnover, park. pace, turn it up quick, yeah. attack, goal. Yeah, no Florida's, one was scoring quicker off of forced turnovers than the Kraken and the Panthers. The Florida might be the best team on the four checking league. Like the way they have success is disrupting things with their forecheck. And to your point, turning that into a scoring chance right away. It's not like hold, wait, cycle, fire a muffin from well, the so point. The it's like thing that get happened, on you, pressure you, turn it over. And it might not be the first time you turn it over. Yeah. That you get the scoring chance, right? The thing about the forecheck and getting on it is that now those you're the defender. You're exhausted. Oh, I was going to say, and it's yeah. it's got to be a mental fatigue on top of physical, totally. right? Yes. Yep. These guys will not fucking stop. You remember Furland on Bieksa, speaking of which? Yeah. Like, it was that. Yes. It got to the 100%. point where he was so worried about this freight train coming behind him, he started spitting pucks in the corner or turning early or mishandling or bobbling or just firing it without looking. That's exactly what you're talking about with the mental and yeah. physical. 100%. You need some dogs. Yes. Some young dogs. <laughs> We need more dogs. This and this Wranglers thing is good. They play tonight. Like this, this is the. You want to start breeding some dogs? These types of runs are very good for your young players. Very good. They got to learn how to win. They got to learn how to play hard. They got, there's a lot to be gained, but I hope they can. And you win. had said it weeks ago. It's too bad the Coronado can't be part of it. It is. Yeah. He's at the World Championship. He's playing well, but it's too bad that he can't be in that nucleus and start building relationships and bonds like that. It's it's too Grady's playing against men. Grady's there, but you're right. To be a part of a run right now would would have been nice, but you couldn't add him to the roster because he wasn't added at the deadline. McLeod Law, Peter Klein, just the best when it comes to personal injury lawyers and helping you. If you have suffered personal injury, it's the only, it's your first call. It's your only call. It's McLeod Law, Peter Klein and his staff. They take all of the pressure and burden off of your shoulders. They handle your legal, your insurance, your medical claims. You focus on recovery, and all of a sudden, you've got, you've got a stud teammate alongside you. Let them handle it all. UBU, at McLeod Law, 
LLP on social media, their website, mcleod-law.com. Good people who will, uh, who will they'll fight the fight for you. And you mentioned it earlier. Now, this one's going to hurt. This day in Flames history. Oh, Again, a Calgary, uh, McLeod Law, proud Calgary business. They like to celebrate all things Calgary. This was uh, this day in Flames history. We don't have to go back all that far. Don't be a year ago. One year ago today. Take a listen. Has the puck now. Down low for Gaudreau to Kachuk in the corner. Back to Johnny Gaudreau. Gaudreau in front. Feeds a pass to Leno. Stopped by Ottinger. Took it up high. Gaudreau scores! If you were uh, just listening and not watching, that was... Uh, I think you know what it was, yeah. May 15th, Johnny 2022. There's the uh, Kleenex box you noted, Rhett, the hole for the goal. And I don't know how many people remember, but Markstrom in that same overtime period, breakaway save, or two. The, the scores, the final scores in that series... One nothing, two nothing, four two, four one, three one, four two, and that was a three two overtime Ooh. final. And this year, the Stars and Kraken have had six or more in every. <laughs> was Red here for it? Because I, I, I can. Pull, I, I don't know if we mentioned. I mean, we should say it anyway because obviously it's the show. But the the scores they've had in this series, I'll read them from game one on. So it is five four nine goals. 4-2, 6 goals, 7-2, 9 goals, 6-3, 9 goals, 5-2, 7 goals, and 6-3, 9 goals. The fuck is happening here? This is like 1980s. Yeah, this wasn't back like in Moog Fear Oldie shit. Times day, day. This was a year ago. <laughs> in that series, it was one nothing. You were like, fuck, this game's over. Ottinger and Marshall were, were never going to score in this yeah. guy. Remember when Majapani scored? It's like, how did he ever score? How from there? How could you do it? Oh, my God. How did you beat a goalie? <laughs> that was what, game five? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate to say it, but yeah. part of the issue, I we just talked about it. It might be the Flames. But it wasn't, though, because that Last line was so that, fucking right. good. Last year right? was a different team. But, yeah, if it was the same team, I'd agree. I'd be like, yeah, you're they right. were settling right. for many chances. But, no, Ottinger was awesome. And Markstra was awesome. Yes. And that's, again, what the hell's Johnny doing in Columbus? What is he doing? That's so dumb. Columbus. I didn't even get Bedard. That's crazy to think what this organization has been through. Well, it mix in months. the coach and the GM, like when yeah, that gets done. Like, that's it what is I'm a saying. wild, wild year. You think back to that. Yes, last year, this one game. One year ago, no one was talking about... Even losing to the Oilers, okay. We yeah. got beat, and we weren't great. Yeah. But, damn, we're in a good spot moving forward. We Absolutely. got guy, some top line in the NHL. We're, things are good, yeah, boy. Kachuk's going to make $9 million, and it's going to deal with that at the end of the next Vesna year. Vesna candidate and... net. What, nothing to worry about here. Johnny yeah. wants to be here. Get Johnny signed. Yeah, let's go. Best line in the league. Why wouldn't Kachuk want to be here? And Johnny, for sure, he's staying. A lot's changed. Christ a lot has changed. Uh, Daryl's the guy. 
<laughs> pull up the lineup from that game last year and look uh, at today's lineup and you go, oh, God. Because that's the scary part for me is I don't know. what You asked, what are you going to do? I like the idea of keeping the deep and the goaltender. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you deal with the forwards. You bring yeah. in the kids, absolutely. That's mm-hmm. great. And I agree with it. Give them, let them run. Toffoli is a perfect example of the tough spot you're in. Because if you take him out of the lineup, you're like, that's that's the finisher for this group. And yet if you extend him, you're like, man, this group's going to get real old real quick. And then the other is, oh, we'll just trade him midseason or whatever. And it's like, if you're second in the Pacific and this guy's leading you in goals, like that's a hard deal to make. See, and that's why. I- so like just to Foley alone I seems know. to like crystallize it for, for me in terms of like how difficult some of these decisions are because you're really balancing a lot of short-term versus long-term. And if you move it to Foley, guess what you've opened up? A Toffoli-sized hole. And you had him at four and a quarter. You can't go buy his production for four and a quarter. It's impossible. Wow. Do we expect that next year they're a... A two seed with some saves. I don't know. Like we just talked about what where, where we thought Seattle would be a year ago. Like it's just this league's too hard. And to what's and what's the goal? Is it to kind of bubble gum and string and tinfoil this thing together for one more year and hope it was an anomaly, or to start building that young team full of that skill you talk about? It's both because there's not a lot of that. These kids that are coming in that can put it here, Flames don't have a lot of that on this no. roster. Uh, and look, like it's it, it sounds like a cop out in a way, but. If there's ever been a year to remind you, you just need to get in. This tournament's fucking crazy. You want to get a hot goalie for a month? Anything can happen. I'm not saying, hey, there's our plan, but the notion that just getting in and you'll get knocked out in round one, that doesn't exist. Bad, lesser teams win in round one all the the time. Take that out of the equation, though. But if you're either going to go with this group and run it back or the thought process being you're just going to, I think you have to do both. Like you, you keep some guys, but you also absolutely have to turn some of these expiring assets into younger parts for sure. Probably the approach is to bring in some of those kids that we talked about. Yeah. And look, let it go. See how the season's going. You're going to know really quick, whether you're on the same page as a Noah Hannafin on a new deal on an Elias Lindholm on a new deal. You know, Chris Tanev's health is a different sort of <laughs> cloud of mystery because he's always playing I'm through with- something. But like if you needed to move a Chris Tanev, because you think you've got an embarrassment of riches on the back end, or it's like, hey, we like Stetcher and Shillington's looking great. You know, that's a move you can make if he's healthy that gets assets. But yeah, I don't think this is a keep them all or sell them all. This, this is going to be a blend where you try to get younger and you also try to remain competitive in the short term. My gut tells me they don't have the right mix, I'd to agree. be honest with yeah. you. And when I hear, well, we can sign Lindholm and we can sign keep Backland and or this is the challenge the GM, fully. Right? I just, I cringe because I go, even if we have success and make the playoffs, it's a short window. If, if we're locking into those guys long-term, doesn't it? It, it depends it, what you do though. Like if you're moving Noah Hannafin, what are you getting back? It's not nothing. I'm not talking about Hannafin. I'm talking more about the forwards. Okay. So, but to Foley then, uh, like if, if Foley, like Lindholm, you, look, I'm just saying, look at their ages. Oh no, I, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying if you decided to sell to Foley this summer, which feels like a sell high moment for him in his career, maybe only outside of that monster bubble shortened year, like you're going to get assets and you get to pick what type of assets there. Do you want a first rounder? or two seconds, or a bunch of prospects? Do you want a young cost-controlled player on a team that's ready to win now and he hasn't quite found a role? Like, there are going to be options to get younger moving a guy like Toffoli. 
And I would trade guys Foley. that could step into the roster this season in theory, right? Well, I would trade to Foley, and I would I, my philosophy, and I, it's hard. We just talked about it, so hard to be a total hypocrite and say, "Well, I would sign guys." No, bring in a bunch of kids That's and allow not- them to do it by by. I I don't think the Foley's getting you forty next year. No, he's a good so player. High. Sell him. So high. When, uh Backlund, I'm sorry, we've got Cadre and Huberto on long term contracts. I don't know how. So I, and I don't get think assets you need, in return. I don't think you need to go long term for Backlund. If if this is a guy that's fixated on being a leader, okay, well, just a fin- just finish that okay. point. So my then, point is, I would allow any any forwards that I think I can get that are of that age. You know, Lindholm. Even I get that you're going to have a Lindholm sized hole, but what have we just talked about? There's guys out there to fill it, and they don't have to be paid ten. To do it, I start looking. I don't know about number at, one centers, but I, I think there are a lot of talented. Made, who's a ten, who's a, Seattle's number one center? Let's go look at their lines. What they've done, I don't know. No, but and I mean, it's easy to say for me to see say Seattle because they're new and they and it's, it's happening in front of us right yes. now today. Yeah, I get that. right, but I just it, to me it's that whole thing, and I don't like the I, I guess don't like the mix. That's exactly it. I don't trust the mix. I agree, but so the GM's job here is going to be fine. How do I tweak this mix to make it the mix? What what is there a, two moves I can make that change everything? Is there a guy that I know, like an Adam Lowry type guy that maybe could shake? Like what? I I agree the mix ain't right, but you don't need to not brick back anyone because the mix isn't right. You need to figure out the problem. Which puzzle piece but, can you add to fix the mix? But remember, it's it's two different things. It's a like there's there's Toffoli trade him now because he's. Talk, you get the most now. Asset Trade management. him now. Yeah. But it's also, keep Chris Tanev and just let him expire at the season's end. Do that, like, you're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's These are the decisions. So by what I mean is, in a year from now, neither Toffoli nor Tanev are here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, with this group of RFAs, well, what are you doing with Hannafin and da, 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 that, that, that whole list? I just, man, I don't want to go in long term with anybody. I want cap space back. I want youth I want skill because they just, they're, you, wow. you said, it, who, what, what jersey are the kids buying? I, I don't know. Like, who are, where's the high end skill? Where do you look and you can kind of see, you know, in three years from now, that, those guys could have, those could be some 30 goals. And you have to allow the kids to come in and play. And I, I, anyway, I think the, all of us are in agreement that we don't trust the mix. Part of the issue being that I think, Without being too harsh, uh, Huberto's on a long-term deal, and you'd love to get rid of him. Yeah, or, you're not. Uh, and you can't. And, 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 and Cadre's deal is going to be so painful; it's not right? worth it. You'd rather and hope so he bounces back. The right? problem is that you're moving assets you would probably prefer to keep because you've mismanaged the other side of it. Yeah, you need bounce backs from those two guys. And look, right? the way you talked about Uyghur in November is very different than you do now. Like, it's not impossible for these guys to bounce back. Uh, but yes, those are the pieces you're married to. And so how do you work around the edges with these soon-to-be UFAs? That That is literally yeah, the I'll, greatest challenge this new GM's going to be faced is this offseason. Because it sets up the next five years. If the Cadre and Huberto contracts weren't there, I think this team is in fine shape. You look at it, you would be like, we've got lots of cap space. We've got a decor that's good. We've got two goaltenders that are capable. Maybe, th- well, mm-hmm, three, yeah. maybe three. Yeah. We have assets that we can move to fill. We've got kids that haven't been going to being given an opportunity to 
prove themselves. Like, if you didn't have those, and again, yes, they could come back and have great years with the new coach and your opinion can change. But what my opinion won't change on is that three years from now, those are saddle, those are anchors yeah. for your squad. Yeah, and what you hope is that in three years, you've done a good enough job of getting younger and the cap's gone up enough that it isn't these incredible you know, boat anchors you have to drag everywhere. And that's, I'm not that's a roll of the dice. It's yeah. not a sure thing at all. And to be fair, like they don't have a lot of great young prospects right now. Like I like this Jeremy Poirier on the back end, but he's not ready yet. Zari will see there's some nice, a nice bounce back season after an injury plagued one last year. Wolf's going to graduate. You're going to get Dur Pelche Coronado a chance next year, but it, it's not a ripe overflowing cupboard because You've traded a second and a fifth for a yarn croak and a first plus plus for Toffoli. Your job as the GM this summer is to say, what pieces can I maximize this summer to help me get younger? Because you know in three years those guys aren't going to be as good, and you better be awesome at collecting young guys between now and then. And I think we're all a little bit jaded because they have... Well, it's It's not, man. You, You know in three years probably what Michael Backlund's going to be. Oh, should be you would love to have him, but I, I just... I don't think he needs a long-term deal just like Chris Tanev. They're at the age to where me, it's like Backlund, it might be one-year deal. Backlund whatever. is a, what do you want, Michael? Like, exactly. If you're staying, we're not paying. One him. year, three million, let's go. Yeah. yeah, like, and that that would be great for the city. That would be Why great Why do you for assume him. he would take a one-year deal? This is his... Well, everything we've heard from him is about wanting to be a leader and loving Calgary. And if that's the case, well, those are the types of situations you may be well, able to. someone gives it's you not a debate, four times but, but four? That's just, no, but that's not a debate then because then you trade him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, no, it's not happening if that's the case. Yeah. No one is here saying give but him I four just, times you four. Keep saying, you keep saying Backlund, just give him a one-year deal as if he'd be like, yes, please, I'll just give me whatever scraps. He's not taking a one-year, He's not taking a one-year deal. He'll Three. be 35 at the end of it. I think what his season next year looks like has a lot to do with what he'll accept. Like, he's a very good defensive player, but he's a third-line center when you slot this team. Does a 35-year-old third-line center dictate four times four? I don't see How that. How many guys take one-year deals in Michael Backlund's spot? He's a center. Who's taking a one-year? Why would he take a one-year so deal? So maybe it's two. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to be the decision that you're facing with Hannafin and Lindholm where it's like, these guys are going to want max term. This isn't a long-term deal you're talking about. I think it's like, you can put a number on the table one or two years. To me, again, it doesn't work. Either way, the, the, the overriding point, I think, is get younger without punting on next season. And because of the co- contracts you have, you're not going to be punting. You're going, you should be a competitive team. And mm-hmm. I just, man, youth is so, it's infectious. And I think it does, exciting young players make some of the older guys better. It just it's the it's the way the league is going. It's the it's the sport right now. It's it's I, a blend too, though. We've seen a lot of young teams, and that I, that's what I'm saying. Awful, because right? of what like they Buffalo have on board, years. because of what they have on board already, it's going to be a, a blend regardless. Yeah. yeah. So and and it, yeah, I think anyone framing it as keep them all or sell them all, it's 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 not. It's clearly you have to be very tactical about which one or two you'd keep and which four or five you sell when, whether it's in season or this offseason. I don't know if it's even tactical because I don't think it's it's Backland. What do you want? Yeah. That decision's made so, immediately. Hannafin, what do you want? Hannafin. And Hannafin's going to be eight years because that's what, what he dictates. Lindholm's going to be eight years because that's what a number one seven or it's 29 right. will you dictate. You can't have Backland, Lindholm, 
Huberdo, Cadre, all on. No. And Backlund won't. I think he'll get a three-year deal. But even at that, three years from now, and you have all four of those guys? No, not going to work. It's not, you're not no. a successful team. Yeah. And that's why I just I don't like the mix. I don't like the age brackets and how they're set up. And it's been a horseshit run of luck, I'll call it, for the Flames. Going back one year to today. Mm-hmm. And... How do you get out of it? I think you have to start asset management and moving those guys. You'll it have, sucks. It's just, but but it's what a team like Carolina would recognize and do, right? Instead yeah. of trying to squint and squeeze and think that you're well, and in, and and you know what? And on top of that too, you can look at Pelche and Coronado and Wolf and be like, we really like the. That's not enough. If you can get one or two more guys mm-hmm. in that. Yep. Age bracket. Age bracket yep. Then you bridge the in gap those other because that's the other thing. What? So it's unfair. But you, Pierre LeBron wrote the story: Carolina versus Florida. Natchez. And they've got Matthew Kachuk, who almost went to Carolina. What would it be like if those roles were reversed and Carolina was in that? So what if you had Marty Natchez and whatever else that came into Carolina rumored? You, well, you don't have Huberto and the Albatross contract or Uyghur. You have nature. I just think it's it's not just shedding old guys and being bad next year or whatever. It's you don't have to be it. bad. You have good D and should have excellent goaltending. Should you don't have to be bad. And this team was eleven and four and four after let's, the trade deadline. Let's be right? honest. So like, what is sorry? What's Toffoli worth out on the open market? Right, because I would go back we're to the assuming that everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, cheap, we want him. But then we're sitting here going, well, I don't want him long-term. Are you going to want him long-term? No, no, no. Long-term? He's a rental. That's why he's attractive. Because what you're seeing out there is that teams don't bring guys in that are old and long in the tooth at big money. Because like a team like Boston at the <laughs> like deadline, what would they have paid to get? <laughs> like we did? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying you're selling a guy in the last year of his deal. You know, whatever, whatever the Flames did a year ago, I guess, I guess the difference. you're selling a guy that is theoretically a six to seven million dollar forward that's making four and a quarter. Cap's tight. It's incredibly attractive. And if you like him, maybe you can resign him. But if it doesn't work, you're not pot committed. If you look at the types of player that, that moved at the deadline for a first, he's in that neighborhood. And I'm do it. Like what, what, like Dimitri Orlov and Hathaway got a bunch for the Bruins. He's a better player than both those players. They're both really good players, but. Like, it's not crazy to think you should be able to get a pick between 20 and 32 or the equivalent in a younger, already in the league player for, for a Toffoli because there's teams that need scoring and you can't spend four and a quarter and get a 30-goal guy. The market doesn't bear that. All right, we got to move on. Time for the Pinder Report, brought to you by Village Honda. Top dollar for your used vehicle. They got a million dollars to spend on it. They want that that lot up there, that big lot, just all fat and full of great used cars. Sell them your vehicle. You'll get a tropical cruise for two. Find out more online, villagehonda.com. They're your dealership for life. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. All right, we start with Flames News Fellows as well. Frank Baum, Frank Baum. Frank Baum. It's a Frank Baum. Frank Baum. Frank Baum. Uh, another external candidate linked to the Calgary Flames in their search for a new general manager, Brandon Pridham, who has been the 
capologist AGM type. <laughs> Pret him. In, Don't even know him. <laughs> in Toronto under Kyle Dubas. Um, listening to Elliot talking, uh, listening to Frank and other names, the, the list of, of external candidates we've heard, and some of this is smoke from actually being interviewed. Others is guys trying to keep their names relevant. I don't know which is which. Mark Bergevin, Stan Bowman, Mark Hunter, Ray Whitney, and now Brandon Pridham. That would be added to the internal candidates of Brad Pascal and Craig Conroy, who we know have been AGMs for a long time in the organization. That is kind of the, the public list at this point. I don't know how much of that is real, but they're names that have been tied to the Flames. Pridham... Joined the Leafs in 2015 to help manage the team's salary cap. This is from Frank's report. He excelled through the ranks, excelled through the ranks uh, to later serve as the AGM to Dubas. Before that, he worked in the NHL as the league's salary cap enforcer. His work has been essential for Toronto in maneuvering through all the salary cap rules to put out a optimal roster. So he's worked with the league prior to the Leafs as well. Yeah, and had a role as central scouting as well before being that sort of cap guru guy that people would call with questions. Nerd! About CBA interpretation, which is good. You don't want any nerds. No, you definitely need some nerds. They don't all have to be nerds, mm. though. Yeah. Head um, nerd? Mm. What's that? Is it going to be the head? Like head I don't know. GM? I don't know. That, that, I mean, he'd be interviewing for head nerd, I guess, isn't he? Although it depends what you think of the president. Is he the head nerd? Where, where's the, we don't really know how the decision-making sure, tree is yeah. going to work. Right? In the nerd hierarchy. Uh, let's go to some Flames news from overseas. Mackenzie Wieger and Milan Lucic in action with Team Canada. Is there another Flame as well? I feel like there's another guy. I'm forgetting. There's one other guy, yeah. Yeah, another guy. Anyway, look, uh, Mackenzie got a taste of the, uh, the Dasher board in Latvia, Rhett, which I'm told is delicious. This is in front of his own bench. Oof. Earlier today, they would beat Slovakia in a shootout that I think went to the seventh round. Canada's three wins in three games. Uyghurs had a monster start to the tournament offensively. Games one and two, nothing today, and a couple of miscues today. Oh, see high nice. event. Weegsy. High event player. It's high weeks. We're high. Matthew Coronado got his first goal at the World Championships this morning as well. Let's have a peek as they played Germany. Stood as the winner. Power play goal, 3-2. They're 3-0 to open their tournament. Good eyebrows, eh? Great. Eyebrows. You could grow Let's eyebrows that like that. again because I didn't even see I'm him telling you, him and Dubé, yeah. stepbrothers. Yeah. You see he's there. He's everywhere. So we'll watch it again. Good experience for the kid. If you can't be playing with uh, the Wranglers, why not this for Team USA? Watch the feed from the uh, far point so there, Retro. Bring it across. Rag, rag. Whoop. Back door. And look where he puts it. Tip, tip, tippy. Pretty good. If you want to be a player, kid, we'd all be okay with it. Speaking of the Wranglers, they're in action today in Palm Springs. Rhett, what is it like playing with suntan, sunburn, I should say? It's not good. It's, it's pinchy. Yeah, Ow, it hurts. Flaky skin, yeah. dehydrated. It's hot down there right now, I'm guessing. So hot. It's too hot. They, uh, they did a great job on Friday evening up the series. Had a ton of penalties to kill. The marbles never really got evened out in the ref's pants there. It was a lot of power plays for Coachella Valley. They won that one, hung on uh, to even the series. So it is a game three tonight, tied at one. Nick Simone there, I believe. Buffalo's finest, right, right? Yes. East Amherst. Pumped to get I mean, back. If you can't have Gilbert. Go get them, boys. Go get them, boys. Let's go. And the rest of that series is going to be played there. So That's right. 
You're going to have idea. to win in Palm Springs twice if you want the Dome Rocket. doesn't look great yeah. when you lose game one. When Thank goodness. It's only a best of five, though, you know? Gosh. I don't know how to feel about that. It's so lucky. I don't know that any of us think it's not janky. To NHL news, well, I don't know if it's a holiday in Calgary, but certainly a lot of smiles and whistling and skipping down the streets in Cowtown as it happened again. The Edmonton Oilers did not win a cup with the best player of our lives. Uh, one more year off the ledger. There's Leon Dreisaitl. It feels like a failure or a wasted year almost. It hurts, as it should. When they were right, they looked dominant. They erased three goal deficits. They scored with ease. And it appeared it was a better mix than ones we've seen in years past. And yet, they never led in this series. They didn't show up in game one. And at five on five, they scored half as many goals as a Vegas Golden Knights team that was playing their four-string netminder and their best player had a bad back. Was Leon pissy last night? or I could think uh, there'd be good reason to be pissy if you're Leon. Jack Eichel, big series, and last night it was Jonathan Marcheseau with the uh, dagger. Did they change one of his goals? They only Tell you what, Barbashev's a sneaky out there. He had a couple assists, I think, last night. Scored some big goals in round one for them. And look at the handshake here. Yeah, Give see you, bud. my hand. Yeah, hell Shake my hand. Shake your hand. I can't hand. believe he shook Give hands. Give me that. Have you ever shake. seen a non-handshake in the line? I'm, I'm, I'm putting you on the spot. Yes. Right? Yeah? Marty Bruder didn't shake Sean Avery's hand. Oh, that would make sense. And then he called him Fatso, <laughs> if you remember. Who called who Fatso? Avery called Fatso wouldn't shake my hand. Oh, that is something Avery would say. <laughs> I don't, I can't, you know, I don't like Avery. But there are some stuff. There's some stuff he's done. That just well, kinda... you need a black hat, right? Yeah. If he's not in the league, there's a lot of entertaining things that we don't get to talk about. Fatso. <laughs> it's a little doughy. A little puffy. I, I, I don't know. I guess yeah, it's all it's that upper body stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. Uh, okay, we'll we'll keep going on Edmonton. Uh, he's a Calder finalist, but it was not the postseason Stuart Skinner wanted. It's his first ever playoff action. He didn't play last year. It was Mike Smith time. Uh, the three six eight 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 three. Those are Smith vibes. Worst, sadly. Um, and I think... Uh, was he not an option for them down there? Once they pretended he was hurt, they had to go all in on pretending he was hurt for the whole year. Yeah. You know that injury after he finished the game healthy, their last game of last playoffs? Because they needed the cap space. So yeah. Tough to undo oh, they that. filed the paperwork. So. Yeah, they filed the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. And that way Smith gets paid and they get the cap relief everyone wins. Except this team that didn't have league average net mining in this. What's his cap season. hit, Smith? Four? No, 2.2, something like that. God, just sit around, do nothing, hey? It's good work if you can get it. Good Scott. Rick got one year like that, eh? I, said, I paid told to you guys there was a guy that was on sick leave for 15 years and he sued the company because he didn't get a pay raise. Rude. Seeing the price of Inflation. apples these days? Yeah. How's a guy supposed to afford that shit? Uh, and it doesn't take long when the Oilers lose that uh, Calgary trolls will be oh. on the internet after the, the troll of the day so far because we're less than uh, 24 hours out from Edmonton's elimination. Uh, well, it's a Jesse, Jesse Puglia-Yarvi tweet. Uh, in the conference finals, the Oilers are not now. James Johnson from the top row. Well done. Excellent troll work here. Puglia-Yarvi may or may not even play and uh, may or may not even be popcorn for these games, but that the is, facts are that the is facts. Fact. That is a fact. And that, in fact, that's a great tweet. If you're trying to troll the Oilers, I don't know how you can do better than that. Please give us your best efforts. Submit them to me at Pinder Report on Twitter. And as you'd expect, things going over swimmingly in Edmonton, where, yes, it was on home ice last night, where they lost. And, you know, after a tough loss, things get emotional. I think you probably want to hug, hug the people around you and share each other's pain. Yep. Yeah, so this is the Oilers support group from the 
upper deck last night. Come on, guys. Well, look. Tough game. We are as always next year, guys. Oh, now geez. focus on high ground here, Ed. High you ground. always want high ground, right? Yeah, old Dr. Phil there with the cranium. Watch him. See, he's protecting his grub. Pull your RV jersey up. Oh, kick. Oh, man down. High ground. High ground. And then Superman's but coming back on. for more. High ground. It works both ways. Can come back to bite you. Gravity works yeah. for both fellas. <laughs> it's a 19. Come on, 19. Jeez. This is well after the game's over, too. I yeah. think, uh... Hey, hey! McDavid's in there breaking it up. Thank you, Connor. It's never happened at the Dome. Security be on him right it's away. It's true, yeah. I'd never see that happen here. Well, and, you know, it's a new team, new fan base. They're just figuring out what it's like to be in the playoff. Isn't that weird? Like, it just looks like all of a sudden such a juvenile fan base. I just, you know, it's like a lot of fights, people biting fingers off at, at outdoor parties. I didn't realize that people fought so much in the stands. I mean, Maybe it's just cameras in people's pockets, but it feels like there's more of it, Red. Likes to fight guy everywhere, apparently. Yeah. Everybody's mad at each other nowadays. There's no love. Well, you know what people were really mad at last night? The start time of that game. Yeah, they were. I'm on board with that. 10 p.m. Eastern. The question is why, on a night where there was no other games, was this not in prime time for most of, you know, North America, rather than a 10 Eastern start? Well, the rumor, per ESPN Rumors, Dan Kingerski, the scuttlebutt from ESPN Insiders, is that the NHL asked to move it up from 8 Eastern. Is that 10 Eastern? Up to 8 Eastern, excuse me, because it was a 10 Eastern start. Uh, and then ESPN said, nah, yeah, we don't really want it. We're going to keep Sunday Night Baseball on the main network, not move it to ESPN2. And then the league's like, well, cool. Then can you give it to TNT? They'll put it in primetime. Nah, we're good. So that's the rumor. Why does it matter? Well, our boys, Troy Stetcher, made a very key point here that was probably uh, not to be lost. They stayed with a 9-1 baseball game in May while missing three goals in an elimination game with a ticket to the conference Finals on the line. Clap, clap, ESPN. Let's go, Troy Stetcher. Talking about people yet? picking up their dog shit. Can they getting sign their networks right fixed. Let's go. Get hey, it done, he Troy. He hasn't changed his uh, jersey. Hey, hey Troy. Troy. You don't want to go to free agency. It's not all typed up to be. Let's get a deal done. Going back to Let's Arizona, go. Troy? Let's go. Why are you going to uh, jersey Just the uh, side conversations about how things were going in Arizona. I don't see that the top option no, for him. Huh. Well, apparently they're um, cheap. Oh, jeez. Remember when they forgot per diem in the bubble? Whoops. Is he not talking it's the same school? ownership group. Sources are telling you. Yeah, not Troy. It's not Troy. It's, uh, Stetch. Nick Stetch dog. Let's go. Let's go, buddy. Bring it back. Run it back. Run it, Run it back. back. Then we can trade the Zad dog. How Let's old go. is he? He's a young kid. He's part of, the, he's part of that group we're talking about. Young eight, guys. Eight years. Let's go. It's close to 30. Let's go. Young. Look at that youth. Youth. He's not a youth. No? Not a youth. The two youths. Um, okay, so here's what we got tonight. Another right. game seven coming up for you. We haven't had one in uh, round number two. This will be good stuff. It's either Joe Pavelski and the Stars, or it's going to be this ragtag group of second-line wingers that apparently is the Seattle Kraken. Wild, wild scorers. We talked about it. Uh, the lowest-scoring game in the series, six goals. They've had three goals where they've reached nine goals. You'll hear from me in our Betway Bets of the Day later regarding these totals. Game seven tonight, eight Eastern. Everyone's happy about that Who start. Who did we time. pick? You pick Seattle. I've got Dallas. I don't know what team. I picks. got uh, Dallas. 
Rhett can really make a move here because we know he had Florida and uh, we he know took he the Canes, had, rock me like a hurricane or whatever it was. But he also, I was the only one that got yeah, Vegas. So this is a big swing one here for who's going to have the best predictions in round two. Jack, will have a graphic for us tomorrow. Can't wait. Can't wait. So good. Uh, speaking of uh, Toronto being eliminated, if you missed it, the Leafs are done, mm. which brings us some talking points. First off, everyone's whining that the league never – it's fixed against Toronto. Uh, today it's fixed against Edmonton. It's fixed against Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. And remember the, the Gretzky high stick? Yes. This generation of Leafs fans ha- now has their own Gretzky high stick. But before we get to that, really it's again. Sergei Bobrovsky's second round numbers – Let's have a peek at this tidy piece of art. How come you're not doing the sounds anymore? It's an audio format as well, right? 943 save percentage, 189 goals against. That is Mika Kiprasov in his prime type shit. And we talked about how high scoring these playoffs have been this year. Sergey Bobrovsky, take him out. Take him off the milk carton. Leafs getting seven, eight shots again. Is that what it was? No, kind of like 45, 50. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. And here is the new, uh, we're going to whine, and here's what we're going to whine and complain about in Toronto. This was uh, just after the Leafs had tied the game in game five at home, setting up overtime. Eight seconds left in regulation. Eh, a bit of a foul here. But I must, uh, watch uh, the puck here. Marner. Oh, that's noble. Yeah, but there's eight seconds left, and it's you know we can't be the refs can't be deciding. The this puck thing, was right? in the zone, though. I mean, yeah. So if the puck's in the zone, you can elbow I think guys. That's what head, it is. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If the puck's in the zone, elbow away. Wink. Oh, like how in the world? Oh please. No, and and look, it's um, it's not. Hey, ooh, poor Leafs. It's this entire postseason. I have no idea what they are and what they aren't going to call. It's. The league has a massive issue. They always have had trouble. I don't know that officiating has been more talked about than as this postseason. Not a smart play. If you're going to get away with it, it's an incredibly smart play. Free elbows. 2-2. Two, two. Five <laughs> seconds left in the third. Taste, taste the elbow. Zoom in on that. He didn't hardly get him. Hmm. That's the ref's take. The ref's always an apologist for the refs. Yeah, I know. Always. We got to move on. We're moving on. I'm hungry. Let's go. Uh, Blue Jays getting hot in time for Rhett. What Did you, you see like? a game this weekend or is it next weekend? I couldn't go because they've switched the stupid kids. You said you're going to the Mother's Day game. I know, but they switched all the times. Okay, okay. So that kid is... hockey screwed you. Here's what you missed. A uh, nice little walk-off yesterday. Bases yeah, loaded, two no outs. fun at all. Looks terrible. This is too. not it. This is the catch. We'll do the catch next. Uh, oh, that's right. We'll do the catch. Jace Peterson. How's this for a catch? Oh, oh on oh, the mound. Bay. Hey. Oh! Hey. Kelly Green. Great jerseys. Awful really team. Jerseys. Great jerseys. And possums in the press box. Only team in the majors. How about that? They're on track for the worst record ever. It's a good time to leave Oakland because you've really embarrassed the entire city with the teams you put on the field the that last decade. That whole bullpen thing there is. Yeah, it's weird. God, you're taking your life in your own hands there. It's almost like playing baseball in a football stadium. Not ideal. Weird. Well, they're not playing football there either. No. No, they moved that team too. Sad. Okay, Cavalry game. Let's go back. Actually, here's Danny Jansen. Hey, uh, this Danny. is on Danny. So this is big, Danny. Big stakes. Two outs. Hey, Danny. Come on, Danny. Any bag, guys. Any, touch any bag. Let's go. Big crowd retro. And the place is jumping. That's going to win it. They sweep Atlanta, who are very good at baseball. Not good enough, my friends. <laughs> Yankees 
Coming up for four, then the Orioles, who've been a huge surprise. Should have stayed. The AL East have five teams well above 500. They have the sixth best record in baseball, do the Jays. They're third in their division. Wild times. Let's go to Atco Field at Spruce Meadows. Cavalry FC be in action. Be better. Be better. Speaking of be better, another lead for Cavalry, Rhett. Another lead? Well, I don't like how another lead. It's I'm setting like you up. follow up. And here. then they completely miss what should have been a, a penalty kick for uh, the Cavs. They fall down 2-1, and so now they need this to tie in the second half. Great crowd. This. Beautiful day. This is live from uh, your pal Jimmy McCreeth. Sweet. Uh, Jimmy. Yeah, oh, Jaime. There's the whistle. Trotty, trotty, trot. Hawango. Watch oh. the end. There's a pal here. There's a pal coming in hot here. Ready? There's oh, Anthony, our boy from Village Honda for the Pinder Report. Is that a product placement? Is that how that works? Well, we had our yeah, contest sure. we ran last week, Rhett. A pair with Pinder. So it was Anthony and myself and our two winners, Dara and Nicole, got down to the pitch. There's Mason with the team. How about that? Everyone very excited. We had a great day, perfect day. And next up, I believe, uh, next Sunday, which is Which not, one are you? You really had to get your chest out. Apparently, I'm uh, flexing there. I what didn't realize doing? I was doing that. Huh. You're deplorable. Yeah, thank you. There was one with uh, gratuitous hands just over a, shoulders. I thought I'd leave that one just out. Just a hateable human. Thank you very much. And they had a great time. Thanks to uh, Mason and the Cavalry crew. Are you done? And last one for you, fellows. Uh, are you a fan of a club toss in golf? Oh, yes. You like a good often. club toss? I do. Love it. This is next level. Let's go. I like a good club toss, too, but I've never seen this. Like hosel? Oh. Awful. Oh, I've done that. How's he feeling? Not so good. There's the helicopter. It's a good toss. It's not it, though. Don't need this belt anymore. Goddamn belt. Screw this. Well, do you ever get the belts that pinch your belly there a little bit? Oh, yeah. Get the, get the hair. Ah! Hey. Don't like that. There's a hat. So we want club, belt, shoe, hat, and glove. There's the glove. glove. Don't need it. It's great work. That's how you do it, fellas. There's that your pin report for a month. Terrible. That's well done. Yeah. Northwest Automall is where you'll find them. It's Village Honda. Your dealership for life. Detailing packages start at just $79.95. Clean yourself. Clean up your act. Eh? Book clean details. Uh, all the details. Get it booked in at your dealership for life. Village Honda, Northwest Automall. And Anthony, who you saw there, come in with the cavalry. <laughs> he will be there if you want to. Yeah, four hours of your time. Talk soccer. He's your man. That's true. If you could call it soccer, he'll be like, hey, I can't talk to you. No, he'll understand. Really? Yeah. There you go. It's Village Honda. All right, we got some things to do here. We got. Uh, Let's go. we got Sorry a about that. Job. Long. No, it's uh, we we just uh, we today's. Uh, we got. We got to. Hmm. People. Um, speaking of golf, Saint Eugene. Oh, it's getting nice out there. Rex. I hope. I hope people listen because we ha we've been telling. Oh, you know, you got the uh, spring, the spring fling golf, uh, spring swing. You got to get out. It's limited time only, though. Book from April to, to May seventeenth. So hopefully you were listening. But you know what? Two Even days. with the Spring Swing Golf Package, which uh, expires on the 17th, you know, maybe it's talk sweet. Maybe go on there and be, you know, here's the thing. I, I just love that, that, that package. Two fifty nine. you and a friend enjoy a night's stay and a round of golf, including power cart. You can't beat that. Look at the scenery right there. Stay out of those bunkers. Get right, just drop it right on the green right there. But yes, they have the spa, the casino, the restaurants, mountains around you, that fresh mountain air. It is a beautiful spot. You, you go, go travel the globe, I dare you. And uh, that's as beautiful as you're going to find it right there. 
Discover for the first time or rediscover the St. Eugene Golf Resort and Casino. There's the website, stEugene.ca. 1-866-292-2020 is the, uh, the phone number. And you split aces? That's what you're saying? Uh, split eights. Well, not aces. Don't well, yeah, aces. you would split eights. Okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Eights and aces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split them all. Ah, split them all. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Well, I mean, hey, if you're a riverboat gambler like you, Retro, let's do our bet we bets. Let's do it. Bet we bets and uh, moving on. Only one game tonight, Ryan. Yeah, Only game one game. seven. One of the That's best right. You were talking about some overs or something. About midnight? How... What time does it start? <laughs> 8 Eastern. Yeah. Midnight local start. It's a six mountain time, right? Welcome to the best sports viewing time zone in the world. Pavelski's got big balls. Yes, he Anytime does. Anytime goal. Must win game. I'm going with uh, Joe Pavelski. Anytime goal. Plus 155. And yes, Real he barrel. said overs. Overs. I am going a little combo bet on the Betway app. Over five and a half goals and an Everly point. Everly's had a heck of a series for them. Plus 200 for a point for Ebbs and over five and a half goals. I'm hitting the over six and a half because it's happened in five of the six games already in this series. And I'm also going to dance on Rope Hints over two and a half shots. He has been superb for the Stars this postseason. Shots? He might over have over two and a half goals. Yeah, he might have Let's over go. two and a half goals. There you go. It's the Betway Bets of the Day. Betway app. Get it on your phone. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Tomorrow on the program, I assume we'll have our buddy uh, Frank Cervelli or NHL Insider. going to come by... Good to have you around. Yeah, it's great. Might have it's a great special to see guest. That's great. Maybe special guest. I don't know. Who knows? And that'll be, that could be pals. separate than what we're doing. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, enjoy game. So who's winning? Game seven? Uh, Seattle. Stars. Stars. That's it. We're sticking with our picks. See you tomorrow, buddies. What's uh, the name the of the show? The Oilers uh, proved they suck. There you have it. It's a fact. Bye, buddies.